Welcome to Bag of Cans. No, no, did it again. How you doing, Tom? I'm good, Mike. Thanks for talking there. Just leaving me really awkward in silence. I was waiting for the um the crowd to go. I reckon that's what kind of reaction you'd get. Probably not. Oh, like, probably... We could get a live studio audience. One day. One day. Need uh, people to listen first. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Well, when it's such a thrilling start as this, I can't I can't understand why they more don't. More don't. <laughs> or why more don't? Or why they more don't? Why more don't? Why more don't? Me caveman, you speak like this. Welcome to bag of cans, football, oh, boxing, up, anything else. I know, mate, I'm trying to draw under the line <laughs> under this fucking atrocious start. Stop dragging it back. Let us know if you're still listening at this point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was going to say this while I remember. <laughs> right. <laughs> I've just had a nap, mate, and I've woken up and I feel, feel I like never I'm tell. asleep. Um, so I bought the tickets today for, for our mate Brad's fight and our mate Jake's fight. Now, we said last week... Yeah, we did. ...about we wouldn't be buying the tickets and we were waiting for them to get in touch with us to let us know they were still listening. So why the fuck did we buy tickets to Jake's? Mate, I don't even think Brad listened. I think Brad just yeah. said, complained that we'd done another one. And didn't actually no, listen no. to it. He said, I'm still listening, boys. He put it in that group chat. Oh, did he? Oh, buddy. Uh, he might be listening, but it looks like I'm not reading. I'll double check to verify, otherwise, we'll get a refund on these tickets. Hmm. Tickets. Yeah, uh, spennies, wasn't he? He put, thanks for the shout out, boys. Wink. Only 40 tickets left. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he told me he only had 45. Yeah, fucking liar. <laughs> <laughs> all right well that'll be good so you can come and see brad fight in barnsley on the 12th of november and if you want you can go see jake fight in leeds in, on the 13th and pay 300 quid for a hotel yeah something's going on that weekend isn't it it's crazy mate crazy keen um all right well we've sort of fallen into boxing um punch punch, punch. last weekend let's start with the sky show Liam Smith versus Anthony Fowler, the Battle of Liverpool. The Battle of the Pool. You watch it? No, but I think I've watched the majority of it back. Thoughts? Um, yeah, good fight. I think that might be the first time ever that I made a completely accurate boxing prediction. Fowler would start really well, and then Smith would come into it and Stop him down the stretch, right? Yeah, I th- yeah, that's pretty accurate. I can't remember what round it was. Was it seven or eight? I think it was eight. Eight. I'm pretty sure I even said eight as well. But please go back and do do verify that if you please. Well, I'm not going to. Um, yeah, it was it was a decent fight, wasn't it? Exactly as you said. Fowler started well, but um, I thought he I thought he was good for a couple of rounds, really. But Smith never looked worried, did he? No, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't look in trouble, but he didn't look worried. He looks mm-hmm. like he, he'd seen this all before, and he mm. knew. I think he'd said the same. He wasn't. He he was expecting to to get to him late or win on points either way, but that he would he would dominate and take over in the fight, and that's exactly what he did. He looked mm. like. I think I saw Hearn talk about it the other day. 
and it was a pretty accurate description. It looked like a European level fighter in Anthony Fowler going up against a world class fighter in Liam Smith. Did you say that Anthony Fowler's European level? I don't know. I saw an interesting um maybe not. Them uh matchroom YouTube channel behind the scene things are very good. And there was a bit where in just like in the changing room afterwards, Bellew was talking to Fowler and just saying that like he needs to start thinking about himself because he's had a few fights, hasn't he, where it's been like he's made step up for no real reason. Like even oh. when he fought Fitzgerald, it was a bit, bit of a step up fairly early, although most people thought he was no. going to win. British level. It was, but they, it was early doors though. I and then what, what, what did he gain by fighting Liam Smith, really? Yeah, did, I saw Bellew sort of going in a little bit at, well, I'm guessing it was it was directed at Shane McGuigan, but basically saying that he thought he was it was bad management putting him in this fight. Yeah, absolutely. Right, because if Smith lo- if Fowler beats him there, you say Smith's done. Um, Great for Fowler if he wins. Since, gonna, is it though? Oh, come on, mate! He'd have beaten a former world champion, multiple yeah, world champion. I don't know. Oh, come off it! If Fowler beats him there, then you're saying it's brilliant. Imagine having Liam Smith on your so. record. Yeah, I will wonder. But I, I know what you mean. It does. It was, it, it was a hell of a jump to say that he's, yeah. he's not. It's not like he's beaten the opposition that he's fought before. You know, he lost to Fitzgerald at a British level, and okay, now he's fighting. I, I guess the point I'm trying to make is it's not like making an unnecessary jump and you've got the reward of a world title after it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like when, like you think about when. What's an example that I could give? Like Brooke getting in with Golovkin. Yeah. Like that was a bit of a rogue step up, but like it's huge. And if you win, then it's absolutely massive. But in this case, if you win, you've just got Liam Smith on your on your record, which granted, as you've said, like it is it's a good person to have on your record, but it's, I don't think it's worth that. Won't worth the risk, you don't think? I, I don't think so. I just think it's strange. I get that. Especially it's... when he's had such a choppy career already. Why not just rebuild for a for 18 months or whatever. It'll be interesting to see what they do with him. You never, like, you, you it's hindsight, really. And you might look at this in two years and say, this was really good for him. Or you might say, like you are now, terrible decision. What was that to turn gain? Into a, they'll turn into a cheeseman who's in half decent fights and just gets chinned. Did you see the cheeseman fight? Oof. He's savage, like, mate. I'd, I'd love to see footage of him as a child to see if his face looked like that and whether his voice <laughs> sounded like that. Because if it did, if it did, then fair enough. But the amount what of wars he's in, like, yeah. you it leads me to believe that that face is a is a consequence of boxing. Yeah, absolutely. Um like it just cracks me up that. that he throws a punch and a really <laughs> half decent punch and just stands there with his chin <laughs> basically his opponent all the time. But I did see did you see his Instagram post afterwards? So yeah, I didn't quite know this, a, but he was quite a long one, wasn't it? Yeah. So like early days in his career, he had like a secret gambling problem, which is like turned around after a few losses and set up a building construction business and bought houses and stuff, which which is good because he's probably going to be dead by the time he's 40. It's, yeah, I mean, I'm guessing he's <laughs> he should have been betting on how many times he was going to get punched. Fucking <laughs> hell. How yeah, that was, a, that was a really that was a really good fight. That was for the British, wasn't it? Which is, you know, I guess you argue that that's the kind of level that Fowler should have been fighting at, and not sure. going in against Liam Smith. Which is, wasn't the talk of wasn't the talk of making Fowler Cheeseman? 
never happened, did it? Yeah, there was that. Well, when he lost to Fitzgerald, yeah, and Cheeseman, I can't remember who Cheeseman had beaten, but it sort of looks like all three of those could fight each other. And then Fitzgerald's had his problems outside the ring, hasn't he? Um, yeah, absolutely. And Fowler and Cheeseman's just never happened for whatever reason. It's a shame, really. I wouldn't. I would. I'd still like to see that. Yeah, same. I'd be all over it. I'd be conf- there's sort of conf- a bit of talk as if like Fowler would get a British title shot, but I don't really get that. Why would he? Yeah. Doesn't mm. really just because you've lost to better opposition doesn't mean you should go back and get a shot at a, at a level that you've lost at previously. Oh decent card though. Yeah, it was. Mm. Yeah, it was. Well, there's some other boxing on that night as well. Mm. Yeah. I wanted to watch Fury Wilder. I made mm. it all the way until about half an hour before it started, paid for it, sat in bed, <laughs> watching the fight previous, and then fell asleep, passed oh, out. Woke up after the fight. So a bit shit, it. but watched it all back. Yeah, I watched it, but I was really, really fucking drunk. <laughs> I thought you were. I, I had like really three or four missed calls off you. Yeah, me and Della watched it. Um at mine, Josh said that he came downstairs at about half six and I was fast asleep just with the boxing homepage blaring out still of the telly. <laughs> <laughs> Not sure at which point Della went home, but yeah. From what I remember though, what a fight, wow. Yeah, I watched it back the next morning, absolutely incredible. Good, I didn't get to watch it live because it sort of takes a bit off it when you know what happens, doesn't it? I think if it was like a hot, like a rubbish fight, I wouldn't have remembered any of it because I was that drunk, but because it was a very good fight, I can actually remember quite a large yeah. portion of it. Where yeah, it, it wasn't. That night, I can't remember. Absolutely incredible fight, man. It was really good. Much and did... as much as it pains me to say it, he's a freak, isn't he? That man. Fury, yeah. I still massively dislike him and won't switch that up, <laughs> but you've probably got to admit that he probably is the heavyweight of a generation, isn't it? Oh, that was I'll get on to that in a sec, because I've got thoughts on that. Um, I thought you might be. I thought you bloody might. Um, the fight itself was absolutely incredible. Even when he went down, he didn't look that hurt. But obviously, when you he get, just looked knackered, didn't he? Yeah, when you get dropped twice in one round, mm, I thought it was you, done. You sort of, especially against Wilder, you sort of thinking, "Oh, he must be fucked here." But when mm. you looked at him, like he t- he took the count himself. He was in control. He wasn't like jumping up. He wasn't stumbling up. But I always said that about that first one where everyone's like, oh, he woke up from the dead when he got that punch off Wilder. That one where he was out on his back in the... Was it first fight or second fight? First. Like, it was just a glancing punch. He wasn't out for the count. His eyes were wide open. Like, yeah, I think on. that one's a bit different to this, though. Yeah. Like, he was anyway, fucking but, but, out. Yeah, I don't think he was. Um, but yeah, fair play to the bloke. Correct. And it looked... I mean, obviously, Wilder... Well, have started differently this time. He was jabbing to the body for a round, <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then the second and th- from the second round onwards, he sort of just reverted to type, which isn't yeah. a massive surprise. You can't change your boxing, you know. You can't go against your entire style. No, you can't, and expect to win as you as we've talked about with Joshua against Usyk, um, and really from the moment Fury got back up the second time, it was just exactly like the first fight. Except mm. Wilder survived a bit longer. Yeah. Um, you can't doubt Wilder's bollocks, though, can you really? No, you can't. You can't at all. Um, I don't really know. I wonder what he does next. I guess I, I mean, I'll probably have a bit of a rebuild in America, fight a load more bums, get some more 
She's one of them, though, isn't he? Like, he could lose loads of times because of that right hand. He's, he's always going to be a bit of a prize fighter anywhere. He can yeah. get big fights. At... You'd still want to watch him, wouldn't you? Yeah, absolutely. Like, that fight did nothing but increase his watchability or yeah, for sure. whatever the word is. Go on, um, what are your thoughts on this? Um, this the, overstatements the, 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 on Fury. So, talking about him being... I don't necessarily disagree that he's the best heavyweight of his generation. In fact, I, I do I do think that, really. Right. But What's the argument it does sort of baffle me a little bit that people are coming out with it so strongly now. I think it's sort of people are getting We're maybe not, a little bit carried away with because of the fight. Because Not that much has day, changed, really. Yeah. He's just beaten the guy that, by all accounts, he's already beaten twice. Yeah, that's very fair. He's not added a new name on his record. He's not gone and taken out Joshua or Usyk or White or anyone else that has got a decent record. Because I think it's get... more so just method of victory, though, isn't it? Sure, but but get it right about Wilder. The guy's never beaten. Well, he's beaten Luis Ortiz. He's the only guy who's decently ranked who himself mm. has not really beaten anyone. Fifty-six. Yeah, like Wilder's got no name on his record. The Mate, best result he's point. got on his record is a draw against Tyson Fury. Yep, that's true. And then Luis Ortiz, and then everyone else is... Like, if Joshua had been fighting the opponents that Wilder fought, mm. the amount of stick he'd get would be, and rightly so, would be insane. Yeah. So I think Wilder... I think, sorry, I think Fury is the best of his generation, whatever you want to say about it, but I'd like to see him fight a few more people before we really... Cement that. I think he will, though. Yeah. I think he'll probably fight White, won't he? And then, well, realistically, he should be fighting White next for WBC mandatory. That's a fight then, I'd love to watch. But then, for me, it's the same point. If he beats White, then I don't see beating White as a bigger win, bigger name on his record than Wilder. Really, it's not necessarily bigger, although it's just more. It's, an, it's another another yeah. name. Yeah, it's another name. It's another person you can say. Yeah, Fury's definitely, you know, Fury's boxed him off, boxed him off, boxed him off. So I'd like to, I'd like to see him fight. Why? I think he wins. I think he wins every fight, really. Um, AJ Usyk, the winner, fight that. He might have all four belts at that point. I think there will come a time when having all four belts is, is going to be really, really difficult because of mandatories, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but I think if, if he wins next week, Next surely. week, if he wins next fight, and Usyk wins, yeah. So surely that's the only way that four belts are going to be available, isn't it? Anytime if, soon, I think so. Yeah. After, as long as he deals with White, then whoever wins out of Joshua and Usyk will presumably then fight Fury, no? Because or or did Joshua and Usyk have a trilogy? I think. I think he, if, contractually they wouldn't need to, and I think I, the public would rather see. I might be wrong, but... Yeah, I, I don't know what it'll be. I mean, if Usyk wins, there definitely won't be a trilogy fight. If AJ wins, then it's a bit complicated, really, because when, AJ, when AJ fought Usyk, it will have been in there. There has to be a rematch. But, mm. you know, although Usyk was his mandatory, this rematch is... will be Usyk will be, have, will be allowed a voluntary defence by the governing bodies... So for that, he will be choosing Anthony Joshua as per his contractual agreements to get mm-hmm. that first fight. Whether he will be able to put in there a rematch clause if he loses, I don't know. You wouldn't have thought so because 
the rematch would be part of contractually, it'd all be around the first fight, wouldn't it? So unless Usyk put in there, if I win, get a rematch. Sorry, yeah. if I win and would lose the rematch, I get a rematch. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's difficult, isn't it? I don't know the we don't know the full ins and outs, but that makes I don't know how boxing contracts really work, but that makes the most sense to me what you described. So I think that yeah, if Usyk wins, he can go on to fight Fury, and if if Joshua wins, then he can probably go on to fight Fury mm. as long as Fury didn't lose to to Dill, big Dill. Looking forward to Fury Dill though. Yeah, me too. I love Dill. But knowing Dill, he'll get pretty sparked by Otto Wallen. He's got Otto Wallen in two weeks, isn't it? Is it next week? It's not, uh, it's not this weekend. It? It's Halloween weekend, I think, isn't it? Is it? Fright night. Yeah. Any more unboxing? No, I don't think so. Eubank Jean is fighting this weekend. Yeah, fucking. <laughs> no, no more unboxing. Uh football it's international break I don't I think I watched about five minutes of England the other night oh mate I watched all of it it was diabolical is it shit well the game against them bloody what are they called Andorra (laughs) I Um, wonder what you're going to come out with (laughs) yeah no likewise Uh, that was was what it was but the hungry game I think Southgate made us all look silly, really, because we were all screaming for that midfield of Mount, Foden and Rice. You probably less so than most. But he played it on um, whatever night it was, and we were bloody atrocious. We were like, it's like we didn't have a midfield. Neither of them were creative. Foden was in the right-back position most of the time. It was bizarre. Rice was just running around like a headless chicken like he normally does. But when he's got Phillips next to him, he looks a bit controlled. <laughs> and Harry Kane was poor. He's a rapist, mate. Right, you know how much of a fan I am of Harry Kane, but he's yeah. having a stinker this year, isn't he? Absolute howler. Like, it's October now. He's normally sh- he normally starts the season shit anyway. Mm. But I worry for him in that Spurs team, though. Not that we're going to get onto this, but I do worry for him this year. I don't like that Spurs team anymore. No. Well, that's what really I mean. Like they don't him. don't create any chances, do they? No, I really don't. I can't remember if we talked about this last week or if we've talked about it previously, but I never liked the Nuno appointment. I don't. No, I didn't. I don't think they. You know, you know when they were really good a few years ago under Poch. Yeah, and you could almost see. You could. I think Neville was sort of saying like, "This is their. This is their time to be winning stuff." It won't this last forever. It's going to get, yeah, absolutely. And they didn't win anything. And now this is what happens. And it, it happens with teams. Like you can't, very, very few teams can stay at the top level all the time. It's hard to say Tottenham were at the top level when they <clears throat> didn't win anything, but they were playing, you know, as such. Mm. But it's so hard to keep it. And they've just come off. And I don't think <laughs> Nuno Espirito Santo is... Um... This doesn't instill any... Um... <clears throat> excitement, does he? Nah. Do you want a fun fact about him? Well, he was a goalkeeper, was he? That's correct, yeah. I think he was third choice when Mourinho won the Champions League reporter. I think that might be right as well. The other fun fact I was going to give you, you know, the super agent, Jorge Mendes, yeah. who was, I don't know if he still is, Ronaldo's agent. I believe he is, yeah. Nuno Espirito Santo was his first ever client. 
Nice. There you go. Look at him now. Look at him. Which one? Both, I guess. Yeah, I suppose so. Um, back to England, though. Yeah. Awful, just to <laughs> reiterate. <laughs> <laughs> like really poor. Southgate substitutions were abysmal. He took Grealish off on the hour mark and he was comfortably our best player. Probably had the ball 50% of the time out of every single player on the pitch. Um, Doing much yeah, with it or just bizarre. dropping deep and getting it? And... No, well, he was, he's, I find him pretty predictable coming in on his right foot, but he wasn't necessarily dropping deep. But he was he was looking like he could make things happen. Um, They're pretty well drilled that hungry side, aren't they? I remember seeing them at the um at the yeah, Euros and so. Luke Shaw was rubbish. Then getting that first goal was huge, isn't it? I know we equalised pretty quickly, but having to go having more the to fact score... that we just didn't even look like uh, scoring a winner. Yeah. Like that was from a fluke flick on from what the commentators were saying was a great ball by Foden that didn't beat the first man. <laughs> he just flicked off his shoulder and then Stones knocked it in. But yeah, toilet. Absolutely toilet. Oh, well, we've got two games. We're playing against... See the bad news in football today? What's the bad news in football today? Um, his first name's left me. Brooks for... Bond. Oh, David Brooks. Got cancer, David he? Brooks. He does. Fairly oh, bad sad. type as well, I think. Bless him. Yeah, I saw his, his post on Twitter or Instagram or, or something. Gives me ebg is that, because he's like my age. Well, that means he's, he's younger than me. Whatever. I think he's probably younger than me, actually. But yeah, I know you're listening, Dave. Get well soon, mate. <laughs> Get well soon. Um, I'm not going to talk anymore about international football. No, I'd rather not either. Although there were some good games in that um, Nations League. Thing. I was so confused by that. I th- when was that on? Why aren't England in it? Or did we get beat by loads of people? We finished second to, I think it was Belgium. All oh, right. I think. When did that happen? Before the Euros? Yeah, it must have been. Uh, when was the Euros? Yeah, it must have been. I don't know. Weird. I don't know. Um, domestically, not a lot's happened. Yeah, but something fun's happened. Newcastle oh. have been bought out. Oh my god, I forgot about that. <laughs> See what like Brendan th- Rogers has told him to fuck off already. <laughs> I'm not fucking surprised. <laughs> what are you what are your thoughts on this takeover as a whole? I don't know. What are my thoughts? Um I think Newcastle fans I'm quite happy for them because they're not a, they're not the worst football fans in the world. You know, if it happened to like, I don't know, pretty Birmingham City or something, I won't be so happy, but well, it's Newcastle. <laughs> I don't really know. What you got against Birmingham City? Oh, it's just horrible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think some, I was listening to some funny Birmingham City fans out when we were in there, uh, when we were in Birmingham. It was a place we were watching the boxing, there's a family there, and he was proper like, well, he's he part of a firm of some Ooh, description. Okay. Fucking telling us how he had 30 men in the place tonight. Yeah, Kept saying 30 men strong. We're like, fucking hell, mate. I just want to watch boxing. We're not going to kick off, mate. Don't <laughs> yeah, isn't it? It's just just three lads, three or four lads have come over from Lincoln just to have a few beers and watch boxing. Mm, don't want any well. trouble, mate. Please leave me alone. But back to Newcastle. Um, I don't really care 
I, I was listening to the to Simon Jordan. Who well, I Simon find. Jordan. I don't. Oh. I think I think he says a lot of good stuff and then just ruins it completely. Um, I agree with what he's saying about the fact that it's all going to completely drive prices up and it's only going to probably make the gap that's increasingly becoming bigger between the top clubs and the smaller clubs and then that will trickle down to the gap in the championship, et cetera, et cetera. It does. Um, but it's a bit like FIFA career mode, isn't it, when you get loads of money and they can just spend what they want to, so it's going to be quite fun to watch. It's not really going to affect Cardiff because we're going to be nowhere near that Premier League or challenge promotion anytime soon. So let's see how it unfolds. Can't wait for him to sign Deli Ali, Coutinho, and Adama Traore, and then still film finish twelfth next year. I think it's. I mean, if I was a Newcastle fan, I'd be fucking buzzing. Oh, of course you would. On one hand, you got Mike Ashley going out, and then the other. You're becoming like the richest. You've got the richest owners in the game. Mm. Like you've got to be. You'd be absolutely buzzing. So good luck to them. Would. for the on the, for the league though. Like I mean, it's good for the Premier League brand. Sure. You know what I mean, you can have another team spending shitloads of money, able to attract more incredible footballers. Blah mm. blah blah. Um. I, I mean, I'm not over the moon about it as a Leeds fan because not that we're. I mean, they're just going to make... They're definitely going to be another team that finishes ahead of us in the future. Yeah. And the cost of shit will go through the roof, which I don't really like. I don't think it's healthy for the game, but that's just my thoughts of finances in football. Mm. It does create that that gap that trickles down because you have it. You have it. Like, if you look at, like, the Premier League 20 years ago, maybe a bit more, but say 20 years, 25 years ago, whatever, like, you could, you could win if you ran well. You could win the league at some point. Mm. Do you know what I mean? If you had, if you had a good manager and you did things right and you did good signings, good coaches, blah 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 blah, you could get to a point where you could win the league. Yeah. Now, you have to win the owners' lottery to have yeah. a chance of winning the league. I suppose Leicester's the anomaly, and it is, it, and it is an anomaly. You do get anomalies, but. Do you know what I mean? Like, say Leeds, for example, we're a pretty well-run club now. Which is to think, isn't it? <laughs> which is ridiculous to think <laughs> to what's happened in my lifetime. But we have no chance of winning the league with these owners. None. Doesn't matter how well we're run. Yeah, sure. So it sort of it sucks the competitiveness out of it a little bit. But saying that, Leeds weren't going to be winning the league anytime soon anyway. So fuck it, there might as well be another team to enjoy possibly competing with the teams that are already sat at the top. Why not? Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. In terms um, of... Um, seen that, sorry, I've seen that Mike Ashley's now going shopping in Derby. <laughs> 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 Fucking hell. Jeez, I think I'd that... rather wallow in League Two than have him as a guy. Imagine, yeah, I don't know. Imagine being happy that Mike Ashley's bought your club. I know. But, but I don't know what... Um, I don't know what sort of players... Newcastle are going to be able to attract in the short term. Well, it's just going to be them past it, big money players. Like City did at first. Yeah. So like Coutinho is the equivalent to Rubinho back then. Fuck me. Arguably. If you got Coutinho at Newcastle. Oh, of course you would. Yeah. But like, he's not going to change an awful lot, is he? No. Like, he's had four years since he left Liverpool of doing jack shit for anyone. Um. 
I don't know. It's just going to be all weird little stuff. Like, I don't know, like a Toro Vidal or something from whoever he plays for now. I don't know if that. he's back in South America now. Yeah, possibly. That'd be bollocks. But yeah, I know what you mean. It is going to be that. I wonder who they're going to get in charge because, I mean, it must be absolutely Gerard, shit being Steve Bruce. Like, just imagine it. Because your whole, your whole career, basically, you want to be in the position where you've got shitloads of money to spend. Mm. So you can compete. Steve Bruce has got that, but he knows full well that he is not going to be there. Absolutely. To authorize a single transfer. Poor bloke. <laughs> and it's not like it's not like he's going to be sent on his way. Like everyone's going to thank him for what he's done, and he's going to get a great job off the back of this mm. uh, somewhere else. Like it, I wouldn't be surprised he's back in the championship in his next job. Yeah. And in reality, <laughs> oh, he's done do. just as well, he's done just as well as Rafa did at Newcastle. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> No, Wouldn't there's it... talk of strong talk of Gerard. Blah, blah, blah. Gerard, isn't there? Is there? I've I've heard yeah, a bit of Lampard, and I, I I can see the Lampard one a bit. I can more see the Gerard one, me. Do you reckon? Yeah, at least he's actually achieved something in management. I I get it from a Newcastle perspective, but you know Gerard's at a place where he's winning things and his stock is only rising. And yeah, that's true. I think as you'll have seen with some of the people who took over at City when they first got all the money. Mm. Like there's a there's a danger you get in too soon. Yeah, that's true. And like, you don't Mark Hughes, look at him now. Yeah, exactly. You don't mm. get you, you kind of want to get into that job at the right time, don't you? You almost no, want to be you, you almost want Newcastle to go and like obviously stay in the league. That'd be pretty important. Um imagine, sort... if they don't. <laughs> <laughs> imagine them in the championship. Imagine Coutinho in the championship. <laughs> <laughs> feel like Adel Tarap's that season at QPR. Yeah, fuck. Still won't do better than him, though. Yeah. Adel Tarap's a baller that year. Absolute baller. The only player to play in the Championship that's better than Peter Whittingham. Don't know, Andy, Andy Cowell was pretty good <laughs> when Newcastle got relegated. Uh, yeah, potentially. But yeah, it will be interesting on, to see who they get. I'm looking forward, on the transfer looking forward to a bit of silly season. I was listening yeah, to yeah. Talksport the other day and some of the like some of the people, some fans of all football clubs are absolutely fucking deluded. Oh, absolutely. This bloke had phoned in and he sounded like quite a well-to-do man. Sounded like, I know you shouldn't judge people that easily, but you know, just from hearing someone speak, he was quite articulate. He sounded like an intelligent bloke. And deadly serious. He was like, he was talking about, I can't remember what the manager he was. I think he was talking about Antonio Conte, which baffles me straight away. Again, three or four years' time, who knows, but baffles me at the minute. Um, but then the players, he went, well, Kylian Mbappe is uh, not signing a new contract at PSG. I think, you know, we could give him a bit of money in January, you know, sign him. We could have him for 10 years, you know, 200 grand a week. That's not much. He's sat there thinking Kieran Mbappe is going to leave PSG come Newcastle on 200 grand a week. <laughs> 200 grand a week. That bloke's going on. Beyond that a day. <laughs> He's going to be on about four or 500, you'd have thought, his next club. Probably more than that, mate, yeah. He comes to Newcastle for 10 fucking years. I mean, who knows? Maybe in five years' time we will see. Is that Ant that was on the radio? <laughs> no, I said he sounded <laughs> articulate. <laughs> Not a fucking big jump, bundling Geordie mess. <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, <I'm... laughs> 
You don't fucking listen anyway. Yeah, probably don't. Um, but yeah, just some of those. It, it'd be funny if maybe in five years' time, someone like Kylian Mbappe is playing for Newcastle. That'd be we'll cool. See. We will see. I can't even think that City have gone out and got that superstar signing. They're all fairly great. They've they always... went a bit bonkers to start with, and then it started getting slightly strategic, didn't it? When yeah. They... Like they've they obviously got Yaya world-class Flore, players. Silver, yeah. all of that lot. Yeah, world-class players, but not anyone who's like, fuck me. Mm. You see new City's got. So I'm kind of hoping Newcastle do do that. Just turn up and be like, fuck it. You just flick on the Sky Sports News and it's just like, like you said earlier, like career mode on FIFA. Yeah, facts. That'd be good. It would Anything be else about football we need to talk about? No, I'm going to finish up pretty shortly because... Um, I've got training tonight. Yeah, I've got to go do things. Have you got anything you want to talk about before I bring you on to um, this week's trivia? Um, nope. I think okay. I do. Well, in tribute to your uh, your favourite penalty taker, free kick taker, Dennis we're, playing, we're playing higher or lower with Dennis Irwin. <laughs> We should have a theme tune at this point. I've got a poster of him on my wall now. <laughs> I was going to say, I, it looks like you've stuck Dennis Irwin's face over that Muhammad Ali poster behind <laughs> yeah. it. It's, it's that, him. That's, that's, that's standing over Stuart Pearce. I was going to say, who was the bloke <laughs> that you were fucking incredulous about last week that David, Dennis, Dennis Irwin had to oh, um, Right, so I've got, I think it's seven questions here. One, two, three, four. Five, six, seven. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you the stat for Dennis Irwin. Mm-hmm. And then the other player that I've selected for it. And you've got to tell me whether you think it's higher or lower. Okay, go on. You'll see there's a bit of a theme between the players that I'm comparing them to. So the first one is Premier League appearances. Yep. So we've got Irish fullbacks here. So you've got Dennis Irwin. Uh, did make, I was going to say, that's made as if he's going to play some more games then. <laughs> what if you were Newcastle boss? Um, Dennis Owens made 328 Premier League appearances. I would have guessed in that region, but yeah, carry on. You'd have guessed exactly that, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> on the nose. Has Seamus Coleman made more or less? Has he made higher or lower? Come on, Joe. Appearances than 328. That is a good one. So, for a large period of his career, he was playing behind. Couldn't get in the team over your likes of bloody Tony Hibbert and all of that. Tony He's Hibbert. had some howler of injuries. But I'm going to say Coleman has played more Premier League games than Dennis. We're going Irwin. higher. Dennis Irwin has made 328 appearances. Seamus Coleman, 303. It's lower. Oh, God. That's annoying. Oh, well. Next one, in no particular order, is clean sheets. So in his 320... Played in goal? Yeah, yeah, he's done it all. (laughs) That's why I wasn't taking the pens. Yeah, Uh, too busy saving them. In his 328 appearances, Dennis Irwin kept 123 clean sheets. That's bonkers. It's a lot, isn't it? Yeah. Republic of Ireland teammate Shay Given played 451 games. So another mm-hmm. 120, 130 odd. Yeah. Did he keep 
did he make more? Was his clean sheets higher? Jesus or Christ, I, Joe, spit it out. Um, I think Shea Givens were lower than Irwin's. Dennis Irwin, 123. Shea Given, 113. Correct. Well Ooh. done. I could Next. be done with fucking off at about five past, by the way. So. Right, I'll try and speed up. Next Next one is assists. Go on. Dennis Irwin, in his 328 appearances, made 25 assists. Nice. Thought it'd be more than that. Manchester United teammate, Nicky Butt, played 411 Premier League games. Higher or lower than 25 assists? I'm going to go lower. Nicky Butt made 24 assists. It's (laughs) one lower. Well done. Two out of three I've got so far. That's two out of three. Great preparation, this, by the way. I'm really impressed. I did this last week because I knew how much fun we had with the Dennis yeah. Irwin stuff. Next one is Premier League goals. Right. And it's two left-back legends. Yeah. Dennis Irwin, 18 goals in 328 appearances. That's Stuart right. Pearce, 202 appearances. Higher or lower than 18 goals. Free kicks, penalties, it's got to be higher, on it, surely? Stuart Pearce scored 20 Premier League goals. I don't know why Pearce didn't spring. Did I guess Pearce when we did defenders scoring? I don't think I did. We didn't. I think we did. We did last week in the Premier League one, I think. Possibly. Next one is yellow cards. Dennis Irwin. Collected 25 yellow cards. Nice. In his 328 appearances. Niall Quinn, Ireland teammate, played 250 Premier League games. Did Niall Quinn get higher or lower than 25 yellow cards? I'm going to go higher. Some elbows flailing whilst jumping up for headers. It is an impressive record of yellow cards. Niall Quinn, 26. Got one more. I'm going to serve I got all these from the Premier League website, by the way. This is great. That's such close to... margins as well. Well, I've, I've chose those ones. Well, um, which is why I'm saying that the preparation is brilliant. Yeah, well done. Next one, red cards. Mm. Dennis Irwin got just the one red card in his 328 Premier League appearances. Yeah. Steve McManaman, who I really don't like as a commentator. Likewise. Played 275 games. Yeah. You get higher or lower than one red card. I don't think he ever got sent off. So lower. That is correct. He did not. Now, the reason I picked Steve McManaman is because Dennis Irwin got sent off for two yellow cards, one of which Tackling. was a foul yeah. on Steve McManaman. That's I was just six. thinking then, I'm not surprised you've done this because you don't actually have a job at the minute, do you? So. You've got time to be doing all this stuff. The final one is um, number of Prem wins, sort of. So Dennis Irwin got seven Prem wins. Yeah. Paul fucking Breitner. How many Bundesligas did he win with Bayern Munich? Was it higher or lower than seven? Higher, it was eight. 
It was five Bundesligas oh. with Paul Breitner. He did go on to win two La Ligas, a European Cup, a World Cup and a European Championship. But in his home country, he kept less. He won less domestic titles than the legend that is Dennis fucking Irwin. Dennis fucking So that Irwin. was higher or lower with Dennis Irwin. Really good. Thanks for that. That's all right, mate. That was a good bit of trivia, good bit of uh, game sharing. I enjoyed it. No, it was great. Right, I'm going to bounce. You got anything to add? No. See you on Saturday. Yeah.